We begin at the Mishnah on Daf Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, Zok, the Heilige Mishnah, Shnei Kadorim, Shoyu Mahalchen Zeachazeh. Two potters that are walking in the Shusarabim, one is behind the other. Viniska Larishoin, the first one stumbled and tripped, Vinofal and he fell, and then Viniska Lashaini Berishain. The second one behind him tripped on him and uh, fell. Harishan Chayev Viniska Shaini. The first one that tripped is going to be responsible for the damages that he causes to the second one that fell and tripped because of him. Okay, so the Gemara will explain what exactly the case of this mission is. Om Rabbi Yechenen, so Rabbi Yechenen explains. Loi teime masnisen Rab Meiri. You don't have to say that this mission here is following the opinion of Rab Meir. The Omar Rab Meir says, as we learned before here in this Paydik, that niskal pesheihu, a person that stumbles and there's an accident, but it's considered to be his negligence. And v'chayiv, and therefore he's chayiv for anybody that gets damaged by him. So if we would say that that's the pshat in the Mishnah here, so the first one had an accident and he fell, and therefore he's responsible for the second one behind him that got damaged from him. But if you hold niska laf peshaya, that if an accident happened, then it's not a level of negligence on your part, so then you shouldn't be responsible for the sheni, for the second one behind you that got damaged. Even the Rabbana that say that when you when it's a niska, when the person tripped and stumbled, it's considered to be a nainus. And you putter for the damages that you cause to someone else. But here, Hacha, in this Mishnah Chayef, over here, the first one that stumbled and fell is Chayef for the damage that he causes to the second person. Why? What's our Mishnah talking about? That over here, it's talking about that after he fell, he stayed there and he had time to get up and he didn't get up. So even if the original fall was the Aynes, but if he didn't get up after he was able and he causes damage to the second person, he's high for that. goes a step further. Even if you're going to say that the fact that he fell is an Aynes and it's talking right away before he had a chance to get up. So seemingly, he should be put if any damage that he causes to the second person here. But nevertheless, he'll still be chayiv because because he has to warn, he should be screaming and telling the other person behind him, be careful, be careful. So the fact that he didn't warn him, he'll be chayiv for the damage that he causes. Rabbi Yechenen Omar, or Omalach, Rabbi Yechenen will tell you that that's not his responsibility to warn the second person. If he just fell and he doesn't even have a chance to pick himself up yet, we don't expect him to be able to warn the Torah because he just fell and he's absorbed in the fall there and he doesn't have the chance to get up yet and he doesn't have the ability to warn yet either. So therefore, he's not going to be responsible for the damages of the other person. Okay, so we have here whether in a case where a person falls, is he responsible to warn the next person behind him and if not, he'll be chayev. Rabbi Yechelen says he does not have to warn, and Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak says he does. Tanan, we learned over here in the Mishnah, this is in the, the, the next Mishnah, it says, Hoya Balkaira Rishain. So what the Mishnah there is talking about is, there's a person carrying a beam in the Rishu Sarabim, and there's someone else that's carrying a barrel in the Rishu Sarabim. So if the case is that Hoya Balkaira Rishain, the one with the beam, is walking first. And then one with the barrel is walking behind him. So if the barrel was got broken through this beam, the one with the beam is going to be potter. 
because the one with the barrel is behind him. And you can see that there's the person with the beam ahead of him. So he has to be careful not to bump into the beam. But Vim Ahmad Balkaira, however, the one with the beam is walking and he stops in the middle of the Rishusarabim. And that's why the one with the barrel bumped into him and it broke. Then Chayef. Then the Balkaira is going to be Chayef to pay for the barrel that broke. Says the Gemara, what's the case over here? Why did he stop in the middle of Rosh Hashanah? My love, don't you think the case over here is, even in the middle of Rosh Hashanah, sometimes a person stops to adjust the beam on his shoulder. It's heavy and he wants to adjust it. And that's a normal thing. It's normal for a person to stop. But still, even though he's not doing something abnormal in his behavior, walking in the Rosh Hashanah, the Ketani Chayiv, he's still going to be responsible for the damage of the barrel. The person behind him carrying the barrel. Why? Because even though you're doing something normal and stopping, but you should scream and say, well, I'm going to be stopping now. Be careful behind me. So he should have warned the other person. And that's why I'll be high for it. So here you see that in a case where a person could warn, he has to warn. And therefore he's responsible for the damage that happened. This is a question of Yechen. And it says that a person does not have that responsibility to warn. Answers the Gemara, light. That's not the case over here that he stopped in a normal fashion to adjust. Rather, he stopped just to rest. He's taking a rest in the middle of the Rosh Hashanah. And that's why he's going to be responsible because this is not a place to take a rest. Says the Gemara. So then what does that mean? The only reason he's chayiv is because he stopped to take a rest. But if he only stopped just to adjust the, the beam on him, so what would be the halacha then? Potter. So in that case, it'll be potter. So it depends why he stopped. Taisus here actually points out that there, there's a difference in stopping for just adjusting or stopping in order to rest. Because if there's no actual visible difference between them, then the person behind him doesn't, doesn't make a difference for him what the intention of the Baal HaKaira ahead of him is stopping for. But Taisa says when a person stops to, to rest, so then the other person does not have to be careful with this. It's, it's, it's a, it's, he stops in, in a different kind of a way. He stops where he sort of, I guess, sits down or whatever it is. He stops in a way that this is something that is unusual and it's not his responsibility. But Ahmad Lekatev, which is, he doesn't, he's not blocking the road as much. Taisa brings from the Gemara later, whether... He, he's blocking the road or not. When it's Ahmad Lafush, he, he blocked the road more. And, and therefore, it's going to be his responsibility. If he just stopped to adjust his package, he didn't block the way from him. So you can see the difference over here. It's not just a, a difference in the intention of why he stopped. But there's a, an actual real visible difference in these uh, two ways of uh, stopping in the middle of the street. Okay, but the Gemara, now let's go back into the Gemara. So the Gemara says... You're telling me that if this Baal HaKaira, the person carrying the beam, it depends why he stopped. Did he stop to, to just to take a rest? That's abnormal. In the middle of the Shusarabim. Or he stopped to adjust. Say, if so, what does it say in the next part of this, of this, of this Mishnah here? Adetani Seif, the Mishnah afterwards says, If when the Baal HaKaira stops, he, he tells the Baal HaKaira behind him, stop. Then Potter, then it'll be Potter for the damage that happened to the Balachavis because he warned him. So the question now is, if this Mishnah is looking to make a distinction regarding this person that stopped, it can make a, it can make a difference regarding the case of the person that stopped without bringing in a new detail about him warning the other person or not warning the other person. It can make the distinction as follows. 
When are we going to say that Yechayiv, when you stop in the middle of Rosh Hashanah, if you're stopping to rest, that's not the, it's not the place in Rosh Hashanah to stop to rest. But if you only stopped just to, re, to adjust the, the, the beam, then Potter. This is normal, and therefore for this you're going to be Potter. So why doesn't the Mishnah make this distinction here if it's true that it does depend why he stopped in the middle of the Rosh Hashanah? And says the Gemara, no, the Braise Dafka wants, sorry, the Mishnah that is, Dafka wants to make this point when you told the Balachavis to stop, because ha oh, Kamashmalon, here the Mishnah wants to say another Chiddush here, a bigger Chiddush. That even though you stopped in the Rishusarabim and you're resting, and it's not the place to stop. So you may think that now, regardless of what happened, even if you're going to warn the person behind you, you should still be high for this because this is not the place to stop. Nevertheless, when you warn him and you tell him to stop, you're going to be putter. So the Mepharshim um, explained that maybe it's smarter to say that if you stop Lofosh, in the middle of the Rishus Arabim, so the person behind you could just continue going because you're blocking him. So even if you warn him to stop, he can continue trying to make his way through. And if his barrel breaks, you'll still be responsible. So that's the Chiddush of this Mishnah, that even though you stopped and you're resting in the middle of the Rishus Arabim, but if you warn the person behind you, you're going to be potter for the damage that you cause. Tashama, the Gemara brings another ayah again to this machlekes regarding whether it's a person's responsibility to warn or not. And if he doesn't warn, he would be high for this. Hakadorin vahazagogin. If you have potters that are walking in the Rishus Arabim or zagogin, people that sell glass, glass vessels, show him a they're walking one behind the other in the Rishus Arabim. So the first one tripped. Benafal and he fell, Beniskal Hashani, and then the second one behind him tripped, Berishain, tripped in the first person that fell there. And then Vashlishi Bishani, a third one tripped and fell on the second person. So what's Ta'alacha here? Rishain, Chai Beniskishani, the one at the front, he's responsible for the damages of the one behind him, the second, and Vishani Chai Beniskishlishi. And the second one that fell is responsible for the damages that he causes for the third. Each one, the one, the one that he damages behind him, he'll be responsible for that. If not only the second fell because he tripped on the first person, but also the third also fell because he tripped on the first person that was there. So then, they all tripped on him, so he's going to be chayiv in all of the damages that happened for the second and for the third. If they warned one another when the first one fell, he warned the one behind him. And it's, or the second warned the one behind him, the third, then Peturin. Then they'll be Potter because they warned. So what's the case over here? When it says that they warned, my love, don't you think the case over here is, Shaloi that they fell and they didn't have a chance to get up. And still, this Braise uh, here is saying that they have to warn. And if they don't warn, then they're going to be responsible. This is exactly like Rav Nachman by Yitzchak said. It's a question of Rav Yechen that says that as soon as you fell and you couldn't yet get up yet, you're not expected to warn anybody. Says the Gemara, Loi, that's not the pshat of this b'raise. Uh, Rather, the case of here where it says that you have to warn, they had a chance to get up. So if you had a chance to get up and you're not getting up, then you're going to have to warn. Avol says the Gemara, so what does this mean? They didn't have a, get, a chance to get up yet. My, so then what's going to be the dim? Potter. Since you just felt you don't have a chance to get up, so no matter what, you're going to be potter. So if so, we have over here a new distinction. In the b'raise it says, Again, so, so now it comes out as follows, that it depends 
if you're able to get up or you weren't yet able to get up. Says the Gemara, so if so, ihachi. Ah, the Tani Sefe. So what's the distinction that the Braise said? That it depends if you warned them or not. That if you warned them, so then you're going to be Potter, but if not, you're going to be Chayev. Why does it make that distinction? Why is the Mishnah bringing up a new thing about whether he warned them or not? So then, then you'll be Potter. If you did warn him, live like, listen to Bidida. The Braisei could make a distinction when a person falls, is responsible for the damages of the person behind him without bringing in a new subject about warning. You could just make a distinction regarding this person that now fell and say as follows, When are you responsible if you were able to get up and you didn't move out of the way? If you couldn't get up yet, you just fell, then then you'd be potter. Why is the Braisei bringing up an additional detail here? It can make a distinction regarding the falling itself. And to the Gemara, Hakam Ashmelah. Not this Brisa wants to tell you a Chiddush. Even though you should have got up, so now you're lying extra time. You're, you're resting there in the Rishus and it's not a place to stay there. So you would think that in such a case, no matter what, you should be high for whatever damages you cause. Nevertheless, if the first warned the second, or the second warned the third, Peturin, they'll still be Potter. Okay. Now the Gemara comes back. To explain more in detail what it said here in this Braise regarding the first that damaged the second, the second that damaged the third, that each one will be higher for the other's damage. What exactly, what was the cause, what damaged, and what got damaged? The one will discuss all of this. Omar Sarav says about this Braise. Rishain, Chayiv Beniske Shaini, Bain Beniske Gufai, Bain Beniske Mimainai. The first one that damaged the one behind him, so he's responsible whether it's his body that damaged the person behind him. In other words, the person behind him stumbled upon his body and got injured or damaged. Or or whether the possessions, the vessels that he had with him were lying there on the ground. And that's what damaged the person behind him. Doesn't make a difference what caused the damage. Either way, he'll be responsible for this. However, Shaini, the second person, the one behind him, Chayev Beniske Shlishi Beniske Gufoy, he is going to be responsible for the fact that his body causes damage to the person behind him, to the third person. But the possessions of his that are lying now there in the Rishus Rabbim that cause damage to the person behind him, for that, he's not going to be Chayev. So the Gemara explains this. What's Rav saying? Why should we make such a distinction? How are you going to explain what we consider a person that trips and falls into the Shusarabim? However, you consider this to be, as the Gemara will explain, it's not understood why we're making this kind of a distinction. If we're going to say that when a person trips in the Shusarabim, so it's negligence, so therefore the first one tripped, the second one tripped, and this is considered to be negligence uh, by both of them. So if so, Shani Nami Lachayev. So just like the first one you said, that if he trips and now he's lying there himself and he has also memoino, he has kalim with him and things that damage the other person behind him. So just like the first person, because he tripped and it's considered to be a pshia, so he's high for whatever he damaged with the other person, the same thing should be with the second one. Whether he damaged with his body, whether his kalim that are there that fell damaged the other person, should also be high for that because it's, it's, this is all your negligence. And if you're going to say that when a person trips under the Shusarabim, so this is not his negligence, it's an Aynis, like the pain brought here before in the beginning. If so, I feel a Risha and Nami lifter. So then the first one that fell and tripped 
He should be potter. He should be potter whether it's his body that damaged the other person. He should be potter whether it's his mind, his possessions that are there that fell, that damaged the other person. It's all anonymous. So why are we saying that uh, by the Nishin Yechayev? Okay, so the Gemara answers and explains what Rabbi meant as follows. Rishayin vadepishayu. The first one that trips, so Miskal, he tripped, he's a pishaya. That's negligence on his part. And therefore, he's going to be responsible for whatever damages his body causes and whatever damages his possessions that are there that cause another person to trip on it. He'll be chayef for all of that. Pesheya. His body that damages someone else, it's his uh, Adam Amazik. It's, it's him himself that he's being mazik. His possessions that are there are a bayer and the Rishus that, that he's responsible for. his negligence that it's there. And therefore, he's going to be chayef for that. For whatever you chayef and bayer. By, by bayer, you're not chayef everything. By your Adam Amazik, you chayef everything. Bayer, we know that uh, you're not chayef if it damages Kalim and so on. That's the first person. He's a for sure Pesheya when he trips and, and stumbles. Shani, however, when it comes to the second person, when he trips on the first person out of him, he's not a Pesheya when, uh, when he trips. Once the first person tripped him before him and you trip on him, so then that's not a Pesheya. So therefore, Agufai Mechaev. So, but if you damage the person behind you, in other words, the second person now that tripped there, damages the third person. So if you damage with your own body, for that you still will be Chaev. Why will you be Chaev? Even though... The second person, it's not considered to be a pshia, because the havalei lamed v'loyamad. Because the case of here is that you waited there, you could have gotten up, moved out of the way, you didn't. So you're going to be chayiv for staying there. I'm a potter, but even though you could have moved away things and you didn't, so for your money that you, you left there, you're going to still be potter for this. Why are you potter? Now the money, in other words, his possessions that he leaves there, that's a bird. That, that you left there, you could have moved it away. Why would you be potter for this? The answer is the Omalei, because the second person says to the third person, Hi, Bira, this pit, in other words, my possessions that are here that create this stumbling block, this pit in the Rishasarabim, Lava no Kerite, I didn't dig this pit. When I fell and my possessions fell with me here, it was dug by, it was caused by the first person that fell ahead of me. And the second person that trips is not a Pesheya. So therefore, I didn't dig this. Now, the fact that he left it there after it fell and he could have moved it away. So Rashi says, no, if this person picks himself up and goes away, and even if he would leave his possessions there, he would be part of this. And that is because he's mafkirit. And if he's mafkirit, this Bryce over here holds that if a person that's mafkir, his possessions that it fell there and it, it fell by Inis there and he's mafkir it, so then you're not responsible for that. As we had this already in the Gemara before, that after an Inis occurred and a person's possessions fell under the Shusarabim and he's mafkir it and leaves it there and walks away, then he'll be put to forth. And that's why we hear the second person, when he's mazik, when his mamain that he left there is mazik, the third person, for that he'll be potter. Meisvei, but the Gemara asks, on this pshat of Rav in the Braise. There's another Braise that says, regarding this case, Kulon chayoven al niske gufan, upeturon al niske memoinam. All of these, the first, second, and third, the halach over here is the first and the second, actually. The, the first and the second are the ones that are damaging. All of them are chayiv al niske gufan, the chayiv if they damage with their body, and upeturon al niske memoinam. But their potter, if their possessions lying there in the Rishosarab, damage another person behind them. So what do we see from here? My love, it says kulon. This is the Allah forever for all. The first and the second. My love, I feel That means even the first, he's not going to be responsible for the damages that happens with his possessions that are there. 
So this is a question on Rava. The pshat that we just said, according to Rava, is that the first is responsible for whatever damage he causes. Because the first, when he stumbles and falls, niska pishaya. He is a pishaya for falling, so whatever damage he causes will be chayev. But over here, this Bryce is saying that not even the first is not responsible for the damages that his possessions cause here. Says the Gemara, loy. That's not how you have to understand this Braise here. Lebar When it says that all are chayev, it means all, but not the first. Not the first. Or the second one will be chayev for only if the, his, his body damages and not the kalim, as the Gemara just explained before. But not the first. In fact, the Gemara, how could you say this? But kulam ketani. It says kulam, all. There's only two over here that are chayev. It's the first and the second. So what does kulam include if not the first and the second? says, Kulon When it says here, Kulon, it means all of them that got damaged. Those are the ones that are going to be Chayev if they uh, are damaging with the Kalim. Or, uh, sorry, again, all of them are going to be Chayev, as the Braise says, if they damage with their body, that is, and part of their damage with the Kalim. But so the Kulon refers to the ones that got damaged. So that excludes the first. The first one over here did not get damaged. So Kulam would go on the second, let's say if the third then damaged the fourth, so whoever then later got, got damaged, and he also causes damage to someone else, so over there we say that the, the halach is going to be that they're chayiv if they damage with their body and not with their kalim, as was explained before, because the second, third, and fourth, they, by them we don't say niskal peshaya, because they tripped after someone else, ahead of them that tripped, so now they're not a, a, a shia for tripping, because someone they tripped on someone else that already tripped in front of them. The first one though, he's a Pesheya, he's going to be high for everything. Like the explanation we said before, so we could say this in the Brais here as well. But the Gemara doesn't accept this Pshat. The Gemara says, Hi, Mai. How could you read this Pshat in the Brais? If you're going to say the Pshat in the Brais, when it says, Kulon, that we say regarding all that fell here, that they're high only for the Nezek of the body that they, their body caused, and not the Nezekim So it includes even the first. And that's why it says here, Kulon. Goes on all of them. Eliyam mirishain my kulon. But if you're going to say that this excludes the first one, why does it just simply say kulon? Listeni hanizaken. The answer that you just said, that when it says kulon, it doesn't really mean kulon. It means kulon beginning from the second, the second which is getting damaged, but not the first because he's just damaging someone else, but he's not getting damaged. But let the brayse clearly say that kulon hanizaken. Why doesn't it say that? So therefore now the Gemara, because of the question of this Braise, wants to suggest to say that what Rava really said was something else. This statement of Rava that we are discussing here now, where Rava is making a distinction between Niske Gufai and Niske Mamainai, Rava is not talking about the a distinction regarding what causes the damage, whether the body of the person that fell is causing the damage or his possessions that are lying there in the Rosh Hashanah are causing the damage. Rav is talking about something else. Let's see. Elo Rav. So Rav says as follows. Rishon Chayiv. The first one is going to be Chayiv. What do you mean by this? What, what are we talking about over here? The Rishon is Chayiv. Bein beniske gufay desheni. Bein beniske memayne desheni. What Rav is saying is the first one that fell. So if he damages the second person... So over here, what, what Rav was saying is whether he damaged the second person's body or whether he damaged the second person's kalim, either way, either way he's going to be high for this. Okay, so now, 
what uh, what uh, Rav, what Gemara means to say here, according to Rav, is as follows. The first shot we had before, according to Rav, is that there's a difference between the first and the other ones behind him that that tripped. Why? The first one that tripped, he's a pisheya, niskal pisheya. He's the first one that tripped. The other ones behind him, no, they're not a pshia because they already tripped on someone else ahead of them. It wasn't their fault. But now the Gemara is saying no. Rav really holds niskal lav pisheya. So every, anybody that trips, including the first person, when he trips and falls, it's all an einus. So therefore, really, he should not be responsible if any of his possessions damages the other person behind him, because the fact that his possessions are lying there on the floor, they fell, and it was an einus. Rather, what, what is Rav saying? That the Risha and its chayiv, what Rav was saying over here is the Risha and its chayiv for his body that damaged the other person. Because as the Gemara already explained before, for your own body, even though when you tripped and fell, even if that's considered to be an oinus, but then you're able to move out of the way. You didn't move out of the way. So again, let's read again what the Gemara is saying. Rishen Chayev, the Rishen, if he damages with his body, then he could have moved out of the way and he didn't. So for that, it's going to be Chayev, Bein Beniske Gufay Desheni, whether your body that you stayed there, you damaged, the second person behind you, you damaged his body, and Bein Beniske Memaynei. Whether you, with your body by staying there, damage the other person's money. Because you're an Adama Mazik, so you're responsible regardless of what you're Mazik by the other person. Okay, so this is again, this is all on regarding your body that damages. But the Kalim that you left there, your money, your possessions that you left there, and you could have moved out of the way. So again, the Gemara already explained that before, that for that you're not Chayiv, because since it was an Oynes when you fell, because now the Gemara holds that Niskal is not a Pisheya, so the possessions of yours that you leave there, you mafke them, and you're not responsible for any damages that they cause. Okay, but this is all, again, this is all regarding the first person. When he damages the second person behind him, he's responsible for anything that he damages of the other person behind him. Because he could have moved his body out of the way, and he didn't. But... When it comes to this second person, Vishaini comes to the second person, Chayev Beniske Shlishi Beniske Gufoy, Avaloi Beniske Guf, The second person, when he damages with his body the person behind him, the third person, so he's only going to be Chayev if he damaged his body, and he's not going to be Chayev if he damages the money, the possessions of the other person behind him. What's the reason for this distinction? So it actually explains because the second person behind him is, is less responsible than the, per, than the first person. Even though uh, the, the, they both fell and tripped, but nevertheless, the first person is always more responsible for this that he tripped over here. Okay, so the fact that the first person is staying over here and he didn't move away, he's going to be more responsible for this. The second person behind him, the fact that he trips and then he doesn't get up, he doesn't have the same level of responsibility because his falling and tripping here was caused by the first person. And therefore, says Rashi, the second person that trips, we don't consider the fact that he's lying here and causes a damage to the second person behind him to be a damage of Adam Hamazik, that he's the one that's Mazik. Now, Adam Hamazik is responsible for everything. That we say regarding the first person. The first person that stayed there, he's responsible as the Adam Amazik for any damages that happened to the person behind him. But the second person, no, he's only responsible for staying there like a bird which is being Mazik. If it's only like a bird that's being Mazik, so then a bird that's Mazik, so you only hire for a person that got, got damaged through this, because that's the halacha by a bird. A bird that damages a person is chayiv. But for the kalim, if you damage kalim of another person, for that you're not chayiv. Because by a bird, we learn out from the Pasuk that bird v'loi kalim. 
or shavale kalim. We learn out that uh, for for kalim you're going to be potter. So that's the distinction between the first and second person. This distinction the Gemara is trying to say here right now is not so easy to understand. Tesis actually points out that the status of the Gemara is a big doichik because it's very hard to explain why we should say that the first person, when he falls down and he didn't move away, so he's an Odom Amazik and he's responsible for all kinds of damages that he causes to the second person. But the second person that's lying there, so he's not as responsible so he's only like a buyer, he's not like an Adam Amazik, so we, we, we downgrade him to being a buyer, and therefore he's not high for everything. He's part of for Kalem, like a buyer, which is part of the Kalem. But at the end of the day, the second person that's there is also a Pesheya, he could also move out of the way. Why should we make this kind of distinction? So Taisa says this answer of the Gemara is really a very big deichik. The Gemara is going to anyways refute this answer, and therefore the Gemara doesn't uh, question the reasoning of this uh, answer itself. Okay, so the Gemara explains. Let's see in the words of the Gemara. Again, when it comes to the Shani, he's chayv beniske shlishi, beniske gufoi. He's only responsible for causing damage to the body of the other person. Avaloi beniske memainai. But he's not going to be responsible for the niske memainai that he causes the other person. My time, the havalei bar. The second person, we consider him to be like a bar. Valoi matzinu bar, shechayv abay sakelim. And if the second person that's there, because he has less responsibility, we, we don't consider him to be like an Adam Mazik. He's just like a boy that's Mazik. So boy is not higher for being Mazik Kalim. So if he's Mazik, the third person, he's going to be part of for that. Okay, so this, uh, this pshat over here fits with what it said in the Braise, that when it says, Kulan Chayoven Al Niske Gufan, so what this means is that everybody is higher for the, for the, the, only the Guf, only the Guf that damages is higher for the damages of the gulf of the second person. But if it's your possessions that damage, for that you're going to be potter, as I mentioned, because right now the Gemara is saying that Rava holds that Niskal laf Pesheya. So therefore the fact that your possessions stay there, for that you're not chayiv. Because if Niskal laf Pesheya, so it's an onus that your possessions are there, and if you just leave them there and you mafka them there, for that, you're not responsible. You're only responsible for the, da- the damage that you cause with the fact that you yourself stay there. So therefore, it fits with what the Bryce said, which is what this was the whole question the Gemara asked. The Bryce says, Kula, by all of them, Chayoven on Niske Gufan, and Puturan on Niske Memoinam, because again, Niska Lav Pesheya. So therefore, you're not responsible for your possessions that were left there. Okay, but the Gemara now asks on this Pshat, this is all a good answer, according to Shmuel, that says, so again, the, the Gemara here was saying that the second person, we don't consider him to be an Adam Amazik, we consider him to be like a bird that was Mazik. Says the Gemara, to consider this person, a human body, that he could be like a bird that's Mazik. And therefore, there's a distinction whether he was Mazik someone else's gof, in our case, the third person's gof, or he was Mazik as Kalim. So, this distinction is all true, could be true according to Shmuel. The Omar Shmuel says, Kol takala bayru. Anytime there's a stumbling block in a Shusarabim, whether you amafkir it, whether you own it, either way, this is all learned out from Bayr. So here as well, we can say that the person's body himself, the second person here, his body is considered to be like a bayr. But Rav says that the whole Allah of Bayr is only if it's something which is hefkir. But if you are mafkir it, so then it's not considered to be a bird. Your possession, that's, mafke, that's mazik, that is, someone else, and you still own that possession of yours, even if it's left in the Rosh Hashanah, that's not bird, that's shayr. So we can't make this distinction here and say that the second person that damaged the third is only high for damaging his gof, 
and not for damaging his mama and his kalim, because you're like a boy. Not according to Rav. According to Rav, you're not like a boy. So how are we going to learn over here? The Pshad and what Rav said, this answer doesn't fit. Therefore, the Gemara goes back to the original understanding of what Rav said. So that we go back to our original Pshat, that when Rav said that we're talking about by the Rishon, Niske Gufay, Niske Memoinay, that is responsible for both, and by Shani, the Shani is not Chayiv for Niske Memoinay. So what was the original Pshat? That Rav holds Niskal, a person that trips, is a Pesheya. However, there's a difference between the first and the second. The first person, when he trips, he's a Pesheya, so therefore he's Chayiv, whether his Guf causes damage, or whether his mama and his possessions there cause damage, because he was a Pesheya by his falling air. And the second person is not a Pesheya, so he's Chayiv only for Niske Gufoy, and not for Niske Memoinoy. For Niske Gufoy is Chayiv for leaving it there, but for Niske Memoinoy that he left there for that, you're not Chayiv. So we're going back to the original Pshat. You had a question on what it said in the Mishnah, or the Braisa rather, in the, that, the, that it says, Why is it saying that you only chayev, and everybody, that includes even the first person, you only chayev on this gufon, and you put on this gufon? So he explained what that Braisa means to say is, the patur that that Braise is talking about over there, when it says, patur on this gemimayna, what it's saying is, if the kalim, if the possessions of the first person, were mazik the kalim, the possessions of the second person, so then, even by the rishon, you'll also be patur for that, because this is bar that's being mazik, and by bar that's mazik, it's always patur if it's mazik kalim. So true, what Ravis says remains true, that the first person is chayev, whether his guf damage, or whether the possessions that fell there damaged because Niska Pesheya, so he's responsible whatever causes damage. However, the possessions of his that are there that damage are a boy. So for that, you only hive in the framework of boy, which is excludes Kalim. If you damage the other person's Kalim, the second person's Kalim, for that you'll be potter. And that's what the Braisa meant when it said, Peturin on this game of It just meant to say that. You potter if you damage the kalim of the second person, like the halacha of Boyer always is. So it fits with uh, what Rav said. Now the Gemara goes back to another detail that it said in this Braise that we quoted before about the, the potters that were walking, the three, the three potters or the three people that are selling glassware, and they were walking one behind the other. So Omar the Braise, they said, the Machmas Rishaynaflu, if not only the second, but also the third, they all trip because of the first person that tripped. So then, So it's going to be the first one that's going to be responsible for all the damages. Not only for the damages of the second, but the damages of the third as well. So the Gemara asks, How did this happen that they all trip because of the first person? If the second person is behind the first, and now the third is behind the second, so then doesn't it, isn't the, how is the third tripping because of the second? So the Gemara explains that what happened over here is Rav Papa, Mara Papa says the case over here is the Paskel Orche Kishelda, that the, the the whole road, the first person that tripped and fell, he blocked the entire road like a dead carcass that's lying in the width of the entire road and nobody could go through, and therefore what happened over here is that the second person tripped on this and the third person tried to go around and get through and he couldn't and he tripped over on, on the first person as well. Rav Zvid, Rav, Rav Zvid says, de that the first person fell like 
the stick of a blind person that he uses for himself to see his way. And sometimes he, he goes in the whole width of the Rosh Hashanah to feel out his way where to go. So over here, Chutah Sam Yusuf means also the same idea. According to Rashi, Rav Zvid is saying the same point as Rav Papa, that the first person fell in the whole width of the Rosh Hashanah. So therefore the second and the third person going behind him both uh, fell and tripped on the first person. And therefore he's going to be high for both of them.